0: Thank you Chapter 2 this morning, and we've been on our journey of the Christmas story, have we not? Nobody's wearing a Christmas jumper this morning, are they? Charlie was still festive. Charlie, I'm a little bit jealous of that jumper, to be fair. I want to make sure Lolly has a quick word. <laughs> um, so uh, on our Christmas journey, we, uh, we had a look at the birth of Jesus and the events that happened around that. And they were quite impressive, weren't they? And then something happens doesn't get less impressive. In fact, it gets even more impressive, if that is possible. I wonder this morning, as we begin our look at this next phase in what happens after those Christmas events, whether you thought to yourself, New, new Year, New Me. Anybody? New, New Year. Look at that, you've got to say it with your hand on your hip. New Year, New Me. Nobody? No. Anybody made any uh, New Year's resolutions? They're going out of fashion a little bit, aren't they? You know why? Because they last a week. (laughs) And the question is, how many weeks are there in January? Nobody knows. Just goes on and on and on. Does it not? We had a discussion yesterday. Um, I I helped helped clean up at home. (laughs) I thank you. I do deserve a little bit more credit than that. Nothing. Thank you, Rachel. Anyway, I helped clean up at home and then it all got a bit too much for me and I said, lol, I'm gonna have to go out and do something. <laughs> she was like, all right. You have literally moved one jumper. But listen, it was a lot. So uh, I went out and uh, had d- watched a little bit of the football. It's the Christmas event, isn't it? Football, <laughs> it's on. Anyway, Pat will be happy, Man United won. And, uh, and then uh, we got back and I, I got a text later on in the day. I was like, how long is this day? And we hadn't even got to going out for, we went out for a meal last night. It was, like, how long is this day? That was Kev, by the way. It was like, how, how long is New Year's Eve? Honestly, it felt like a month, didn't it? Now, January, it's 10 times worse. I'm just preparing you for this, okay? <laughs> January is a nightmare. Anyway, unless it's your birthday, of course. And then you think to yourself, well, A new year, it's a a new start, isn't it? It, A new year, everything's new. Yeah, I thought the same. And you can be a little bit flat, can't you? And think, well, to be honest, the only thing that's new is it's a, a new year, it's a new month, and it's the beginning of a new week. But aside from that, everything kind of just feels the same and maybe this morning although you've woken up perhaps a little bit tired than perhaps you normally are more tired than you normally are or maybe you woke up this morning and thought to yourself well everything should be new but if I'm quite honest I have woke up feeling the same I've still got the same worry I've still got the same doubts I've still got the same fears I've still got the same anxiety the money pot hasn't grown That didn't happen overnight. The gas and the electricity, they've not gone down. Everything appears to be the same. The issues from yesterday, in fact, haven't gone away. Everything seems like it's the same except the date. Now I wondered, as we have a look in Luke chapter 2, whether there's some inspiration in there for us to maybe clasp onto something that is just a little bit more special than just a new day. Let's have a look at Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 22. And I'm just going to read the first few verses. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him, this is Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what it is said in the law of the Lord. And for Mary and Joseph specifically, this was a pair of doves or two young pigeons. The idea was it was a lamb and a dove, or if you couldn't afford a lamb, it was a pair of doves and pigeons and also there's a fantastic message in there that says why would they need another lamb amen jesus was already there yeah that's not my message although i did quite like it so mary and joseph go and do what they need to do but god has been working in the background he's quite good at that i've worked this out in my short time on this planet earth Short time, amen? (laughs) No, nothing? But God works in the background in order to bring things to fruition at just the right time. Have we not seen that in our own lives? We're not seeing that as a church. When you read the word of God, you see it time and time and time again, that God works in the background to bring about perfect timing. Now, there were a couple here. They weren't a couple in the sense of a couple, but there were two people. A man called Simeon and a lady called Anna. And these two had been waiting. Oh, my word, they waited. They had waited. The word goes on to tell us, verse 25, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon. He was a righteous and devout man. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit, the word says, was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And verse 36, there was a a prophet called Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. They were waiting. They were waiting for something. They were waiting for the Messiah. uh, Simeon had been told that he was going to see the Lord's Messiah before he died. Waiting day in and day out. And day in and day out for the Messiah. Year after year, nothing seemed to change. Everything seemed completely and utterly the same. But as I've already told you, God had not stopped working in the background. Simeon and Anna remained faithful to God and his promises. Amen. They remained completely and utterly faithful to God and his promises. That Simeon said his eyes would see the Lord's salvation and Anna dedicated her service since her husband had passed away over 60 years prior. And they both displayed unwavering faith. And then one day, everything changed. One day, everything changed. The day that God had promised arrived. Jesus, the very Lamb of God, entered the temple in his mother or his father's arms. And the promises were fulfilled by God. The moment that they had waited for. The promises that they had dared to believe. their Had been rewarded. The Messiah church had arrived. And Simeon says in verse 29 through 32: He says, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people. Israel. Church those two verses there that Simeon says; those two lines tell us that salvation is for all who would believe. Church today is indeed the beginning of a new year, it is the beginning of a new month, it is the beginning of a new week and God's promises, let me tell you this morning just in case you woke up with any doubt at all, God's promises will not fail. Jesus said, as I've already quoted this morning, I will build my church and the gates of hell won't stand against it. How do I know we'll be all right? Because Jesus is building his church. Amen? Do you know why? I know we're going to be okay because it's not dependent on me. It's not dependent on you or any of us in here. It's dependent on him. Amen? And he has said he will build. That's a promise. So I don't need to worry. We don't need to. Feel that anxiety and that weight of what if we do it all wrong? All we need to do is stand on the word of God. Amen. Do what the word says. And we can be absolutely certain with 100% conviction and confidence that God will do the rest. He's not failed yet. Amen. Come on, wake up. He has not failed yet. And nor is he going to. His promises are yes and amen. We are here, church, Because God promised long ago through Abraham that all peoples would be blessed. That was thousands of years ago. Does God promise still stand now? Oh, you bet it does. Here we are. We are all peoples. Some of you are a little bit odd, but it is what it is. We are all peoples. And God said, I will bless all people through you, Abraham, through your seed, through your offspring. And here we are. We're here because our saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, came into the world. The, The baby in the manger. We are here because God said, I love you enough that I will send my son to take your place. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. We're here because of Jesus. We're here because his blood poured out for us on the cross is and will continue to be enough. Amen. His blood is enough. For my sin and my shame. The Lord Jesus Christ has washed it away. The Bible says that I am whiter than snow. Because of me? Oh, no. No. If it relies on me or you. We're in a mess. But it relies on Jesus. When God looks at us. He sees the blood of Christ. Amen. He sees us washed clean. That is the power Of the cross as we put our faith and our trust in Him. We're here because He has promised to build His church and His promises never fail. We are here, church, with an anticipation, an expectation, a complete and utter steadfast assurance that one day Jesus will come back. Is that not what the Word of God says? Simeon and Anna were just foreshadowing what's about to happen for us as the church. That the Messiah arrived... The Messiah that they had waited for, that they had faithfully served, that they put their heart and soul into in order to build the kingdom, to share the word. For Simeon to know that that's the Messiah. For Anna to know that this is the Son of God and I need to prophesy over you because this is what the Lord has told me. They were there, they were faithful, they were unwavering. They were waiting for the Messiah. Is that not a challenge for us in 2023? Is that not it? That we are waiting, that we are steadfast. Lord, help us to stand strong. Help us, Lord, to be unwavering. Help us, Lord, to be faithful. Help us, Lord, to be strong and courageous, to push boundaries, to step into territory that isn't ours, but we know is yours, God. To help us to say, Lord, we can't do it, but you can. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But Lord, that you would give us that courageous spirit that says, let's take Gainsborough. Let's continue our push forward. Let's go to the places that nobody's been before. Let's push boundaries that people have never dared to push before because we know that all territory belongs to Him. Amen. And as we do that, as we're unwavering, we're waiting for that day that the Messiah returns. Be it in my lifetime. Every Christian has the right to believe that the Lord is going to return in their lifetime because that is how the Lord has prepared it for us. If he comes back tomorrow, are we ready? If he comes back at the end of the week, are we ready? And let me give the challenge to you this morning, if you don't yet know Christ as your saviour. My Bible tells me, and listen, you can go back hundreds of years and everything that is that said has come true to this point. You can go and look for yourself, search for yourself. I encourage you to, because I am certain that when you do, you will realise that you're in need of a saviour. And listen, let me tell you, that saviour has come, and his name is Jesus. And you have the opportunity this morning to put your faith and your trust in Christ. I'll tell you how simple it is. You say, Lord, I am sorry for the sin in my life. Please come into my heart and change me from the inside out. Listen, church, there is nothing more simple. And the transition from death to life is the greatest thing that this life has to offer. There is nothing greater that me, a sinner, can be called a saint. That me, a sinner, can come into the presence of a holy and loving God, that church is the power of the gospel, that's the power of the cross. And you can have that same thing this morning that says, Lord, I am ready. Are we ready for the Lord to return, or are we saying, Lord, just give us one more week because we want to reach people? Lord, just give us another month, give us the opportunity, Lord, and just a slightly bigger building, amen. Just, just give us the opportunity, Lord. We don't want anybody like you, Lord. He says, I'm not willing that any should perish. Lord, just give us an extra day. But in that, we say, Lord, if you finish with us, then come home. Take us, and Father, just continue to show us what your will is. So as Simeon and Anna, we wait What do we do? We pray on, we serve on, we love on, we give on and we press on. And Paul says this in uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, halfway through 13b, should you be very precise, uh, through to 14. But one thing I do, this is Paul talking, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. That sort of tells me that it's not easy. Yeah? I forget what's behind and I strain towards what's ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus. Listen, church, challenge for us this year, let's take 2023 by storm, pushing forward to grow God's kingdom one life at a time. Amen? Because God is able. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for your encouragement, for your word this morning, and we ask, Lord God, that you would help us to stand firm, to stand strong, as we saw with Simeon and Anna, that they were in the right place at the right times, as they were faithful to what you called them to do. And we ask, Lord God, that you would help us to live the same, that we would stand on your word, that, Father, we would be strong and we would be courageous, and, Father, we would do your work as you've called us to do. Father, until you call us home or you return to come and collect us, Father, we pray that you would just help us to embrace the challenge for this year ahead. We ask these prayers in Jesus' precious name. Amen.